We're here, we're still queer, and Gay Weekly Roundtable is starting now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hi guys, sorry I didn't know how to rhyme, but uh, welcome to Gay Weekly Roundtable, where... We're going to take good care of you, better than my rhymes do. I am one of your hosts, Adam Salandra, and you can find me on social media at Adam Salandra. And joining me at the table today... Today in Era Day, it's me, Tony Moore, and you can find me on all social media platforms at Lounge with Tony or my website, loungewithtony.com. And we have a very special guest in the house over the table with us, the young, the gorgeous Gio Andy. <laughs> That's you, I That's hope. me. <laughs> Let's hope so. Thank you for joining us. Oh my gosh, thank you guys so much for inviting me. I'm Gio such a fan. Gio co-hosts the Gas Podcast with <gasps> a friend of the show, Sam Pancake. Yes, you in guys know him. Know, and he's also a... Fabulous drag queen. Please tell us your name. Roz. Full name. Roz Dressvelez. Obsessed. It's so good, and I think in this day and age when you can still come up with something that, that is that clever, you've done it. You've done is it that good. clever? For me, it is. <laughs> okay, thank you. Nobody knows how to say it. Nobody knows how to spell it. That's why it's good, because... I mean, I'm sure that's annoying for you. Sometimes. But if you just read it and you don't get the joke, but then you hear it, then it's like, oh, that's what happened to me, and I loved it. Well, plus, I only shop at thrift stores, so (laughs) it's sort of my brand is that I'm very thrifty. That's amazing. good. Well, you can make anything from a thrift store fabulous. Oh, of course. As long as you have Swarovski crystals and E6000, like, you're good. That's right. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, y'all know your your facts. I like to go on the treasure hunt, girl. Did Mm y'all have a nice weekend? Oh, I mean, it's almost the weekend again, but let's throw in the week, too. How about Valentine's Day? Shoot, I truly forgot. How was it? And you have a Valentine. And it was actually really good. But (sighs) the days keep moving. We, okay, I'll tell you. And we went to... Hard Rock Cafe on Hollywood Boulevard. Okay. Really? Okay. And it sealed the deal for me that I am with the man I'm supposed to be with. Aww. Because we didn't need to do anything all fancy. We wanted to spend some time. But I really wanted to go up there just to, like, Hollywood Boulevard. Obviously, if you live here, you don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. But I thought, it's been a while. Let's test it out. That's what we chose to do. And we really ate, like, beasts. Uh, and it was fab- fabulous. So oh, I feel very wonderful. happy, very blessed Aww. that someone on else on this earth is like, that seems like a nice thing to do on Valentine's Day. And we did that. Well, unless you're, or if you're like SpongeBob or you're a Wonder <laughs> Woman impersonator, you might enjoy it. Being you there might. As well, yeah, true. I guess I mean people that don't frequent uh, the the boulevard right. normally. Mm-hmm. Did you guys do anything before we go into that? Can uh-huh. you explain what this was? What what, uh, what was the context I used it in? Uh, you said you said, and we did that. <laughs> we were expecting there was going to be a couple more so oh, things. Well, I did. did work. I mean, the night started late, but of course we. Um, Expressed our love for each other. How so? <laughs> Cards. Okay. Uh huh. Physical affection. What physical words of affirmation? What physical affections? Okay, now this is too much. How so? <laughs> I mean, I could tell you, but hello, we're a couple. What do you think we did? I'll give you a hint. It's I, something we. I never don't know. Do. I have not been in one of those. I don't. I don't. 
I'm not familiar with being a couple. You're yes. single too. Just, yeah, I'm not familiar mm. with what you're trying to get me to say because I've been in a relationship for seven years. <laughs> oh my I'm God, just like we're living making a, a match <laughs> while trying to figure the one out day what that you're on the other side of the table and you're right. on a See what happens. Interesting. Well, your your couple vibes was affecting my vibe. Understandable. Uh, well, listen, it was still a holiday whether you're single or not. Did you do any? Did you do any anti-Valentine? Activities. I don't. I don't believe in doing the whole anti-Valentine thing. I just. Uh, I mean, it's just like a, another day for me. Yeah. Um, but I had a really great day. Um, I hung out with a friend during the day, and then I met up with another friend um, that night um, who treated me to appetizers and drinks. Treated. That's yeah. A, that's a. That's a. You got taken he's, care of on Valentine's Day. Yeah, well, he's in a relationship, so he was like my pseudo Valentine so for nice. the day. Um, and we went to this wonderful like bar in Pasadena, yeah. where we made friends with. Because at first we were the only two people in the bar, <laughs> um, because we got there literally like when the bar opened, because oh, he thought it was karaoke and it wasn't. Um, right, and so we made friends with two other people who walked in. We had great conversations, and I got to do the one thing that I've <laughs> always wanted to do. What? I stood up from my stool and I looked at the bartender and I said, "Round of shots for everyone." Mind you, it was only four people, but still, it made me feel so good to buy shots. For Such others. a good idea! Oh, Next yeah. time I'm alone at a bar, which doesn't happen often, yeah. I will be doing that. Do Thanks it, for the do it. Yeah. So it was great. I had a wonderful, wonderful time. Great. Yeah. Anything for um, you? Um, oh, happy birthday, uh, Mr. Henry84, who's always in the chat with yeah, us. Yeah, happy birthday. His birthday was yesterday, so happy Yay, birthday to him. Birthday. Which, good reminder, Tony is in the chat if y'all want to say something. Yeah. He'll take good care of you. I am single. <laughs> and he's ready to mingle. What did you do? I did what I do every Valentine's Day uh, the past three years, which is mm-hmm. go to my best friend Sam Pancake's house mm-hmm. and watch some shitty movie about... Actually, we watched a documentary about the Manson murders. Oh, so very okay. romantic. It's very, very romantic. romantic. Mm-hmm. That's what I love to hear, is uh, romantic moments like that. Yeah. It's very romantic. First of all, single moment. or not, you both had great nights with friends, and isn't that love? That is love. Thank you. It's you not just about I'm sexy, not a big dirty holidays boy. person, though. I don't know. I, I love not. holidays. I do, too. Mm-mm. I love how people in relationships like to spin it for single people. Like, you might not have spent it with a significant <laughs> other, but at least you spent it with those you love right. while you're in your house shacking it up with your boo. Uh, listen, we get... Mm-hmm. Okay. You get what? Well, uh, I was just going to say that I've been in a relationship for seven years, so mm-hmm. we get... It has to. We need those opportunities to be like. I guess we're supposed to be like intimate today. Oh. So it's a blessing for us. Oh my! So after seven, you you guys are already in that state of like. You definitely get it on Valentine's Day, birthday, Christmas, Thanksgiving. Yes, and perhaps a vacation thrown in. I see. Okay, but we're busy people with things to do. Uh, so you can't be doing it all the time unless you're single. I found so I don't know. I don't know what y'all no, are doing. Well, no, even okay. if you're single, you're not doing it all the time. However, comma. What a celibate panel we have up here. Anyways, <sighs> anyone watch the Grammys? Since no one's having relations. Well, no one's I don't know. I feel like I'm a, like we're not allowed to say sex on this podcast for some reason. I'm like can trying we not to say it? no. We, I, I'm we can say it, but avoiding it for some reason. Someone's just you know sweating bullets. I'm over using here. all the synonyms. Yeah. I'm not afraid of sex, but for some reason I was like, oh, we can't say that. I don't mm. know. Be naughty. Why? Anyway, anyone watch the Grammys? Did I say that mm-hmm. already? That is another thing I did not do this week. <laughs> Awards and Tell holidays. Tell me about no, it. Thank you. You seem to do everything. You watch I Grammys. Do. You have a boyfriend. I, I'm 
<laughs> you go to Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> well, he's living the I guess I've been life. bragging. Yeah. I guess I've been bragging. Uh, I did watch the Grammys, but I'm not a big awards person either. I had to cover it for work, and it was enjoyable. What was the, but it's just the highlight? Long. The big thing that everyone's talking about was it was even leading up to it Adele versus Beyonce, two respected pop divas of our time, mm-hmm. up for the award. Um, who was going to come out on top? Adele took, sweeped it. Yes, but she, which was many people mad about, because Beyonce's Lemonade. I think they thought, if not now, when? Because Beyonce never wins. But Adele was in tears, saying, "I think her quote was, my artist of my life is Beyonce." Mm-hmm. She wanted her to win. She was like, "This shouldn't be for me." So I thought that was cute. But I had friends that were like so upset that they didn't even want to hear. Adele's words, like they just thought Beyonce was robbed. I'm so ignorant of this, but who who I determines who wins? That's why I sort of stopped watching too. It's like what what does it actually mean to right. me? Don't they? That much? Don't they vote? Don't people within the industry vote? Do they? Uh, maybe I I don't know. I That's think right. I think it was like an academy of people. Just like the uh, there's just like a pool of people. That it's like, well, who are, really are these people? I think that's why I don't watch normally is because. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean anything to me one way or the other who wins. Whereas something that's like not respected, really, but the People's Choice Awards, like, well, I know who's voting for that. So yeah, great. or the SAG who's Awards. Mo- yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I watched anyway. I mean, did you guys... So before we move on Please. to that, final voting for the Grammys are sent to voting members in good due standing. The finalists determined by the special nominating committees are also included in this ballot. In this final round, recording Academy members may vote in up to oh bless you. excuse me 15 categories in the genre fields plus the four categories of general field record of the year album of the year song of the year and best new artist ballots are tabulated by independent accounting firm of Delioit. so it's members so i mean but members of what like i still don't really know but thank um, you um i mean to me it's uh, people were just they took it very personally but i'm glad people are passionate I she seemed to handle it pretty in a classy way, right? Both of them, Beyonce, uh, Adele. Both they both Adele was crying talking to Beyonce. Beyonce was crying because she loved Adele. It was just everyone else who was upset. Did she really rip her award in half, or is that just some fake silly headline? It's a fake thing, but I didn't click on the what really happened. But I did see it. It was okay. Um, But you know, they like to get you, the media. Well, I like the fact that Adele gave a lot of. uh, First of all, Adele. And I put this as a status on on my Facebook that night. She's just one hundred percent real. Like she, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I feel like she's not a diva. She's like your girlfriend. It's my favorite thing about. Like her. you know, I feel like if you saw Adele in the street, she'd be like, "Oh hey, how are you? Oh, are you doing good? Oh I'm sorry, you know." Totally. Like she would be mm-hmm. like that that chick. And I feel like she doesn't take this industry very seriously. I think she's just an artist, and she puts her heart and soul into things and whatever the result may be will be but i like that she two things a gave a lot of accolades to beyonce Mm -hmm. which in both speeches i thought that was amazing but i also thought that when she won one award she allowed i guess it was the writer or someone who collaborated with her to speak because she was like since you cut him off last time Uh and i was like no she's amazing that's a friend and she Jumping to a different topic within the Grammys, did the tribute for George Michael. Yes. But she had a little mess up, so she stopped and started again and was like, I'm sorry, I can't mess this up for him. Yeah. Which was, it was, 
just a very she swore and then she was like I'm sorry for swearing but she's just so real yeah and yeah. like in a good personality too yeah. some people can be real but it's like well I wish she wouldn't she be she apologized awful. a few times like she even been. during her one of her speeches she was like I'm really sorry about earlier for yeah. swearing like I'm, I'm really sorry and she never she wasn't saying I'm sorry for stopping and starting again by the no. way it was just you guys kind of messed this up for me. I'm going to stop, but yeah. I'm sorry for swearing. Yeah. How many awards did she win? She uh, a one, lot. two, three. Was but it the six? three biggest ones? Because I saw the one with, with the Beyonce speech, and there yeah. was 450 men in suits right. behind her. <laughs> I didn't know what that it takes was. a lot to make it happen. I guess so. Well, she was sort of into, like saying that it sounded like she was saying she had postpartum depression and didn't even want to do this album, but then she was forced into it. And now she feels like she's herself again. Yeah. But anyway, did you? Do you guys have a, a ch if you had to choose? Adele's album or Beyonce's? I'm so sorry. I would have to say Beyonce, but Me this too. is this is why. Well, why I apologize? Yeah, go ahead. Well, this is why because Beyonce's Lemonade visual album. It, it wasn't like she just went into a studio and recorded an album that was just from her heart and everything like that. This obviously was a process. This obviously was a visual imagery of music and artistry, artistry all combined together. Mm -hmm. And like Adele said, we saw a side of Beyonce that we haven't seen. And overall, I think the entire package, I mean, she did something very similar with Beyonce as far as like, um, it was a, another visual album where she had videos to go with um the the songs right but i think this time lemonade told like this story mm -hmm. even i would say argue without the videos but that was a great yeah. addition yeah so well i agree i mean for yeah. me it would be beyonce too and i again didn't feel passionate about it at all because mm -hmm. i was like who's voting but if if i were voting it would be beyonce from mm -hmm. the whole record maybe not for a single yeah uh, but um, so we all agree, and you you also have to look at the two albums. Adele, although from from the heart and and can leave you in tears, mm -hmm. it's still very commercial. Like a lot of her songs can be played on the radio and everything like that. Beyonce, not so much. You know, there's only she's still kind of limited to the amount of songs that can be played. But also, although I think Adele has an amazing voice. It's she like does. you heard one well, ballad, baby. You you heard them all. Yeah. Well, because she doesn't she doesn't dance or she, what is a concert it, like for Adele? Which I understand, like it's not that's not what it's all about at all. Mm -hmm. But I would rather see Beyonce no. in concert oh, than Adele. Yeah. I know what you're saying, and of course people go. I mean, she had like I think seven sold out shows here, yeah. so she's fine. I but I agree. If I'm going to see a show, like I can I can listen to Adele and be like, no, that's a voice. But yeah. if I'm going to visually see it. Let's see some. Let's see what Beyonce's bringing to yeah. the table. Yeah, we all agree, guys. The only other yeah. thing to say about the Grammys within our LGBT atmosphere is Laverne Cox presented, and mm -hmm. she gave a shout out to her gender non-binary peeps. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's progress, you might say. And yes. she shouted out a, a court case that's going to the Supreme Court next month, Gavin Grimm. Mm -hmm. And she told us all to Google it, which I had to because I didn't know much about it. We're unfamiliar. Um, but it's, and I'm, I still need to brush up on it more. But he is fighting for the trans bathroom rules that, of course, are unfortunately a very hot topic mm -hmm. in our country. I've noticed a lot. Speaking of just restrooms, I've noticed a lot of <laughs> gender neutral yes. uh, restrooms, which I don't mind. Really? Of course not. Well, like I'm it, it doesn't. It doesn't. 
It doesn't bother me, and maybe... Wait, I'm sorry, though. To clarify, do you mean single bathroom, though, one at a time, or people are going Because that's a big difference. No, it's... I've been in both. Yeah. It's it's like you can just walk in. But it's but more than one person at a time? Yeah. Like stalls. Yeah. That's interesting. I did... I was at the... Well, the GLAAD Awards, so of course it was like that, but it was the first time I... Wow, it never stopped. Oh, I was literally yeah. working. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Pick up my award. Pick it up, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Who doesn't love the GLAAD Awards? Um, Your culture, you go w- into <laughs> non-gender specific bathrooms. No, that's what I was going to say. I I feel like I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm a, but it like threw me off. And I, of course I was yeah. fine with it, but it was weird because you're just so not used to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's just something to get used to totally. for a lot of people. And then, yeah. it, and then be like, all right, it doesn't... I mean, I sometimes... Sometimes put myself into the shoes of people who have very different views of me and think if you genuinely are not, a, I mean, we're exposed to so many things in California. If you really aren't, how are you supposed to know until you're exposed to it? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, but I don't know. we're pushing our, for our rights anyway. But back to Laverne, she did receive a little bit of backlash she at did. the Grammys because she um, introduced Lady Gaga. Yeah. And did not introduce Metallica, who Lady Gaga oh, was performing with. But wait, like, didn't she? Wasn't she reading from a teleprompter though? I, I assume so. But, and of course, I don't, but, you but mean, we, yeah, I but guess, of she, course we say. But she, you know, a lot of <laughs> two things are swirling in my mind. I'll get through one at a time. Um, a lot of Metallica fans obviously were very upset, which Laverne did tweet out an apology sure. about that. Um, but also this, it's like mistakes happen and no one's disregarding the fact that Metallica is it was, you the, know, it was the entire point of her performance yeah, yeah. Well, so it's like, like a, you know, they are a legendary rock group, rock is not my thing, but I do know right, of Metallica, right. um, but I just feel like in this day and age, people just are so quick to hop on mistakes and harbor them. Because everybody's got a voice bad. and they think we want to hear it. No, as exactly. I talk into a microphone for a living. Well, <laughs> everyone has an opinion and that's totally fine, but it's like, chill out for it. Like, sometimes you just have to let things go. But what was the reasoning? Why didn't she say the name? I don't know. That's what I, I mean. She, she wasn't improvising. Maybe she no. was, but in my, I would guess she was reading. So why were the writers not like... Oh, and this is a duet with Metallica because yeah. first of all, it wasn't a surprise. We knew going in. Right. Who knows? But guys, know. leave Laverne alone. She had a very risque dre- dress on. I love that. I have nothing else to say about the Grammys. You didn't watch. Uh, who cares? I'm so sorry. Um, I am like the worst human being. I don't have Twitter. I don't watch award shows. You're I don't so go wild. to Hollywood mm-hmm. Boulevard. Well, you like you like <laughs> Ed, Ed Sheeran, who uh, he doesn't have a cell phone. Ed Sheeran? Nope. Ed Sheeran. Yeah. I mean... He doesn't have a cell phone. And I'm... I've literally... Good luck trying to get past homeless men who who have cell phones here, and I'm, like, not even being funny, so I don't understand how How, a business person... Yeah, how can you be so busy and not have a cell phone? Yeah, but good for him. I'm sure he must have someone with him literally at all times then, but... Mm. I guess so. That's cool. Uh, Before we skip off of the Grammys, we have to talk about Beyonce's performance... How could I forget? You clearly did. Because I was sh- wondering what she because she is such a dancer. She's so pregnant. What yes. is she going to do? Well, here's the thing. Everyone, this is the performance that everyone was paying attention to. Of course, um, not only fans but also the people of Coachella because oh, she's yeah. still scheduled oh, to she, go I to Coachella in April. Yeah. So how far along is she? Oh. She was big. I don't know how far along she is, but I'm she, not sure. Very visible. Yeah. 
Um, wait, no, she wouldn't be six months. She's she's some she's something. I'd say five ish. She's four or five. Maybe, I, I have think. literally no idea. Um, but there were you know everyone was paying attention to this, but I thought her performance was beautiful. It's very reminiscent of lemonade with like the spoken yeah. word mixed yeah. in with songs and things like that um everyone freaked out with the chair tilt i would have to go back and watch this performance i've never talked to anybody people were nervous yeah well i could yes. breathe i was i was like yes. how could she say this okay and she also got criticized because a lot of people said oh like why would she do something like that and put herself and her Unborn kids. Wait, what in did danger. she do? She tilted in a chair. There was yeah. a table, a long table, uh, Last Supper esque. You might say she yes. was on a chair on top of it, and it was mechanically. It she was sitting in it, and it leaned all the way back, so she was like completely back, but it then was just dangling off. Oh, damn. So not that big a deal, unless when you except when you have two children inside of you. Yes. It was like truly scary to watch because yeah. of course mistakes happen all the time. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know other people were upset. Um, uh, just to give you, we don't. We don't have a, a video to show you guys, oh, but just to give damn. you an idea of, of what happened. <laughs> but this is this is one of the funny edits that happened. They got Brenda from Scary Movie. Yeah, yes. guys, you can look it up. Sorry, yes. we're watching without you, but sorry. just look so it up. Sorry. What did yeah. you type in? Uh, I just typed, yeah. um, Also, um, Bruno Mars did a wonderful tribute to Prince as well. Yes, he did. I forgot he came back out. Mm-hmm. It was long, guys. I was wor- working, and I was like, "Let's." It's all right. How long was it? Four hours? Three hours? It's like three. It was over three. Yeah, I was working that night. I well, I was possibly like I was. I was scheming through it. Like I was, I was doing stuff, but I was also just kind of like scheming through it so that I could just know what what people are going to talk about in a few hours. But um, also, uh, there was a tribute to the Bee Gees that I didn't. I missed it for some reason too, but I heard it wasn't good. Well, I didn't quite pay attention to it but uh we have to give kudos to uh james corden who hosted the show i thought he did great i kind of always think he's just lovely he's amazing he's real beautiful yeah Yeah. just like genuinely that guy and i like it yeah i like there was one part of the grammys when um he said uh if you would like to experience what it's like here at the grammys uh, just go to your garage and get a chair, cause look, and he showed yeah. like the folding chairs <laughs> and they like, sure were janky. Yeah. Oh my god. So really? there's that. But the one person that I know who was at the Grammys that was getting their entire life <laughs> was it was Blue Ivy. She sure was. She was getting her was life she, at the Grammys. What was she wearing? She had on this cute like little pink like suit with like uh, a ruffle shirt. And she had her uh, diamond crusted Hello Kitty purse. That Cute. during one of Beyonce, during Beyonce's speech, uh, when she won an award, uh, she was showing her friend like, "Look, girl, look what I got in my purse." <laughs> yeah, um, she and better then, live it up now. Those yes. twins are coming. And then she like, then she cheered for her mom. But the other cute thing uh, was that there was a, a carpool karaoke uh, skit that, that happened with Neil Diamond. And like Jennifer Lopez and John Legend, and like they pulled some other people in, and lo and behold, little Blue Ivy came running uh, in as well. So it was super that cute. That is cute. Yeah, yeah, cute. Shout love out it. to Blue Ivy. We know you're watching, girl. Yes. We love it. Yes. What else do you have for us today? We're gonna switch gears, unless you have another performance to discuss. Because now I feel like I didn't even watch. You're pulling out things I forgot. Nope, that's it. Okay, moving on. That's it. Well, um, since it is Black History Month, I thought that you know being 
an African American uh, that I should uh, I wanted to discuss uh, some just some prominent um, African American gay um, yes. people. Um, <laughs> Thank and, you. Uh, so we're going to start with uh, the first one, who is um, Audrey Lord. Uh, she's a Caribbean American writer. Um, and was actively involved in the gay culture of Greenwich Village. She was also an activist for civil rights and feminist movements. Her poetry focuses on the female experience, race, and sexuality. And ahead of her time with the selfie pose that's now very popular, finger mm-hmm. to mouth, she was working that out mm-hmm. you know, well before we even knew. Deep in thought. Yes, deep I in love thought. That. Then next we have Bruce Nugent. Um, who was a writer and painter of the Harlem Renaissance. His short story, Smoke, Lilies, and Jade, has been regarded by many as the first publication by an African-American that openly discussed homosexuality. I love that. Mm-hmm. And last, we have um, Kai... Alums, I think I pronounced the last name right, um, was the first Division I openly transgender athlete in NCAA sports history. Today, Kai is a transgender advocate and the founder of Project I Am Enough, a project dedicated to encouraging self-love and self-definition for everyone. So kudos her. She is a female-to-male um, transgender and handsome. Person. We, we were looking at some Very photos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah, oh. So that is a little bit of gay black history <laughs> um, for you all. And uh, maybe, you know, next week I'll, I'll, you know, do some more people as well because we have quite a few prominent gay African American uh, LGBT Please do. And we could people. use the edu- education. Of course. I am here to educate. Now, uh, speaking of more education. <laughs> Uh, Diesel has just released their most recent campaign, uh, which is uh, Make Love, Not Walls, uh, oh. which I found to be very amazing. And, and timely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Provocative. So, so we're going to show just a little bit of the campaign Just to whet your video. appetite. Um, this was filmed by uh, David LaChapelle. Oh, oh, so it's going to be... And here we go. Let's see. Models, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, those tattoos. <laughs> Pay attention to the message. <laughs> right, I was like, all right, there's a there's an important message here. To view the rest of the video, make sure you check out Diesel for that. But I wanted to find out from you guys, just taking a look at this, how do you feel about this message? And is this something that we definitely need right now? Well, of course, yes. And yes, what I have to say, I was forgot what we were doing the show for a second and just got really drawn in, which I didn't mm-hmm. expect. So I do like that. It just was visually beautiful mm-hmm. not just the men in fact just the whole thing i'm still watching i like the vibe but obviously the message i mean it's rough times yeah oh guys our political correspondent blake MacGyver will be back with us next week oh so, where's uh, he at 
He's uh, he's doing stuff. He's, he's booked. Been, ooh, he was touring the. I almost said world, but I certainly don't think that's true. But he was a touring. Uh, but he'll be back. So uh, more Trump talk coming your way. Oh yeah. But I think this message was beautiful, and I didn't realize that that was happening. So thank yeah. you. Well, uh, I think they just for me what I took from it was that they just they really wanted to show. You know, just love for everyone, no matter who you are, no matter your race, your sexuality. But just, it's more about love and not about a division. Right, exactly. Um, And I think that people just need to take that to heart. I really hope that one day um, we can start looking at each other and not notice race or sexuality or anything like that. But we just start looking at us as just people and individuals totally Um, because it's also that thing of people living in their own bubble mm -hmm. even that is a division of people you know there's walls that we put in between each other yeah Yeah. knock them down honey we're here to make love yeah knock them down you see that they knocked it they blew a heart they blew a heart into it um and there were a lot of cameos in this uh there was laith ashley who is featured in oxygen struck that was executive produced by whoopi goldberg uh also raja from rupaul's drag race uh, Season three, uh, we didn't get to her part. It's a really oh, quick uh, clip, and um, yeah, and also a little. Uh, I mean, he's he is well known uh, through social media. He's also my roommate, uh, Vinny Balbo, was oh, in it as well. So shout me. out to Vinny. Excuse yeah. me, shout out. Yeah, a name just dropped on the floor, and you Another live with one. him. Vinny, your rent will Into be due shirt. in two weeks. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, oh yeah, bitch, your rent is still due. I don't care. <laughs> and clearly, you can pay for it because you live yeah. a diesel commercial. Thank you. Now he knows. Was that a um, national commercial? Because you mm-hmm. might need to charge him mo money for rent. I mean, you might. He might be leaving you. Yeah. Oh, find a new roommate. <laughs> right. Now listen. This is a very special time, Gio, because you might not date someone or watch award shows but I bet there is a special topic you can talk about and it's yourself <gasps> oh I love that <laughs> you can you Tell know about yourself about my you. favorite things to talk about <laughs> so perfect well then thank god you're here because mm-hmm. I have a lot of questions about I mean we can talk about other things but drag in general and your entry into it how long have you been sure. doing it first of all I started doing it in 2000. 10 okay. um, dabbled a little bit when I lived in Orange County and then I was just sort of like eh, it's too expensive it's sure. too much work and I just don't want to do it right. and then I started having friends get on this TV show <laughs> and start touring the world and buying houses and, you and know, like, getting all oh. these opportunities and I was like they got to up that booking fee you said, oh, too much work, but it was work now for um, purpose. It pays off. And also, like, I didn't know at that time what I was, what I wanted to do, who I was, sure, sure. all that sort of thing. And now it's like, I figured out a way to make money and keep it cheap. And, sure. You know, there's, there's dress for less. That's She's right, honey. Thrifty, it's all thrifty. Um, and now, I, yeah, I think I'm I'm in a better place now. I started doing it about a, a year and a half ago, pretty, not full-time, but pretty full-fledged. Sure. Um, I don't know the future in terms of being on that show. I don't know if I'm going to audition or not, but just it, that show alone has made this whole world... Right. Even you know, available. Being a drag queen is such a marketable it's thing, cool. you know? It's now cool there's and like marketable. drag queen singers, and right. I'm a drag queen stand-up comedian. Right, which um, I love that. Yeah, mm. and 
and even the drag queen stand-up comedians, there's different markets. There's like, you know, Bianca Del Rio does like the theaters, you know, and then there's there's um, drag queens that are really great at hosting or doing cabaret shows. I'm trying to get myself into the comedy clubs, yeah. which is why I have my own show called Roz's <laughs> Humor Hole that you can see at the Hollywood Improv. Is that the camera? Yeah. Hollywood Improv, <laughs> the 11th of March. Be there or be square. Oh, it's the only way. I'm glad you have a date. I'm literally writing it down, it down. because I will be there, fair and square. Yeah. Did I hear this? Maybe I'm the guest. Maybe I made it up that you have found that you gained more respect on the stage doing stand-up when you were in drag, or it was mm. easier in some way than when you were just a guy, or a gay guy specifically, I think, doing it. Yeah, we talk about that a lot on my podcast, because yeah. Sam and myself are, are gay comedians, and... Uh, I was doing stand-up for a while on stage, maybe four years or so, and we talk about it with our gay comedian friends a lot, and it's, it's, there's so many reasons why, but it's, to me it's a fact that gay men have never really gone behind and backed up another gay comedian. There's never been a gay male that superstar is that is out of the closet from the start. He's a gay man. He's huge. There's, there's nothing like that that's ever happened. And, and barely other genres of entertainment as well. well yeah, we have them, too, but they're not, we're very, we, we don't raise our, our people up. It's so interesting because I, I noticed it with singers. Um, there's there's a lot of singers that are gay that have gotten very successful, but right. they're usually not from the start, you know? Right. Um, and, you know, actors, it's like they're often playing roles, so it's a little bit different. Sure. Uh, but for some reason, gay men really like to support drag queens uh, and female comedians. Yeah. Uh, so cool. I, yeah, so I noticed that once I started putting on the drags, people cared more. Isn't that amazing? Like, women are fighting to, even in the stand-up community world, to get respect. But then in the gay world, you have to be dressed as a woman to get the respect. Why do you guys think that is? Sometimes sometimes I feel like it's this. When you are a gay man, people don't know how to categorize you. Follow me. (laughs) So, you're, you're you're gay, but maybe you don't have the mannerisms that really can make you seem like a straight man. So people are just kind of like, then you're very gay, so like you only, so it's they're just like, uh, and then when you finally do something like drag, they're like, oh, got it, like I know what to do with you. Well, and I think some of that has to do with the fans uh, not feeling sexually uh, intimidated or, you know, like, like I just want to have sex with that guy. I don't want to, like, you know. I guess. I, I mean, I think that's true, but like, why does it have to be that way like every straight woman is that way with every straight man and vice versa like it's just see- we're making it more complicated for ourselves it mm-hmm. feels and well, it's yes. always the thing that's like why am I gonna laugh at him right but why I'm funny right but it, as if it, as if you being funny it makes me less funny right or or I mean I'm Anyone yeah. at anyone, and there's a huge difference between being the the funny guy that works at Starbucks and then being the funny guy that's getting paid to be on stage. Sure, and and by all means, if you can be funny, pursue your dreams. Like the person on stage is not holding you back from what you want to do. Exactly. But you got a wig. You took care of the problem. Now I didn't that's realize you were so shape. tall. So you must be giant in dragon. Well, yeah, I heels. only wear gigantic wigs. Right. So I'm, yeah, I'm over seven foot. Oh my god, I love that. That's well, amazing. you know they say the higher the hair, the closer to God. They do. They sure do. 
And that's why I don't think that's true with so me, I, though. <laughs> well, yeah, well, not in your uh, bl- uh, heathen blasphemous case, but usually, yes, if you're a good Christian woman, mm-hmm. biologically speaking. So you have to be biological. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you're just to God. Uh, what is? Uh, what are people saying about us? Um, so they were just talking about Adele and my roommate getting kicked out because of his career. <laughs> they're behind. They're behind. So you mentioned okay. that you weren't... I'm literally tangled up in court, sorry. Uh, you mentioned that you are not... potentially not interested in Drag Race, uh, which I think is interesting. Oh, why. I'm not sure. But, wha- but why? Um, I mean, I totally understand it. I wouldn't want to go on there and not... F- you know, I feel that if I go on and I'm not fully ready to be on... Got it. It could hurt me more. Sure. It also, there's so many people that that deserve the opportunity. I would hate for me to get that spot when there's somebody else that could probably go further and do better. I think maybe I need to cook a little bit in the oven a little bit longer. I My f- sewing's not great. Um, so what you're saying is you're smart, not just like I need to be on there. If you're going to do it, you want to do it right. Well, I think about longevity. You know, of course. I don't want to just be on, get the followers on Instagram, and then you know tour around the country for a year or two, and then no one gives a shit. And if you're kicked crop. off early because of the reasons that you think you're not prepared, you're you just have less camera time, less chance to to make that happen. So I think mm-hmm. that's smart. Well, here's the thing: uh, being an avid Drag Race watcher Certainly since season same. one, me too, um, and knowing a lot of the girls, and knowing that there are some people who have been forgotten as each season goes, of and course. there are some people from far seasons back that you would have thought that they just did Drag Race. I think you have to know how to work that platform. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, a lot of the work happens once you get off. Yeah, what do well, you do with it then? Also, a lot of the work happens before because if you establish yourself as a drag queen and have the following and do a lot of the work before and use Drag Race as a way to elevate what you've already been working on to the next level, then once you get to that level, you're you then have a clearer path of okay, like what do I want to do? What are the like once I've reached this platform, what do I want to do after that? So, for example, Adore um, use this platform to further her music career, and obviously that has been great. Sure, I'm sensing something. A, a, a friend of mine since I was a teenager. Yeah. Oh, I love Adore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Shangela is someone else who um, moved here to be an actor started drag um was on it twice thankfully but has definitely used the platform to book a lot of guest starring roles that she has she's Mm -hmm. traveled all over the world um except for one continent antarctica she's still coming for you she's coming um and 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 has created a business where she manages other drag queens so you have to. Know, you, you can't be a queen that gets on the show and then sits there with your arms folded of and goes. Of course go, not. Well, right. everything. You everyone's can, supposed to come for me. Well, no. Well, nothing will happen if that right. happens. That's like what you, I'm saying. You like really no have to gonna, continue doing the work. Another example: the fabulous queen on your shirt, Alaska. For yes. me, controversial to most people. I, I have after this All Star season. But when soon as she came in, I loved them all. But I was like, to me, she deserves to win. I don't even me care too. what happens. Oh, yeah, me because too. Because she left. I loved her on the season five. But when she left, she was like, oh, and all this. She kept serving videos, music, commentary. She's coming so out. smart. It yeah. was fully calculated. That was exactly. So yeah. it's like, you deserve, you are representing Drag Race, which mm-hmm. is, feels like what it, it was the original purpose. So I wanted her to be crowned. And 
I got what I wanted. Sorry, Katya fans. Uh-oh. Uh, Mr. Henry84 makes a good point. He says, remember that you don't have to win to become a superstar. Exactly. That's true. Which is very true. Or, or you can win and not be a superstar. That's very true. I, still, I, I won't. Home right, right. Exactly. You're like, all I want is Just not to Just give me through the first episode. Yeah. I do get anxious for the girl, like, all the first season. And it's like, you know, no one wants to be first and somebody has to be. And it's just like, my heart goes out to them. Except. Nope, I'm not going to name any I, I always feel like this, though. I feel like um, when it comes to Drag Race, um, be prepared. Like, this is nine seasons, and anytime a girl comes on and she doesn't know how to sew... It is shocking. Or her point. makeup isn't on point. Which is me. Or I don't know it's how to sew yet. Like, like, the audition's in, like, a couple of months, I think. The, yeah. This well, girl, you better, you better get into a sewing class. You better go to Sears and find out what yeah, sewing class you can sign I want you to take a lesson, though, because I, I <laughs> yes. want to see Roz on season 10. Oh, my is that God. What been? Yeah. So, and get and your sewing lessons Yes. In. And the key is just to be yourself. Like, be whoever you are. Like, you can't figure out what people want to see. Yeah, and I, I think, of course, it's all about being different. There's so much um, with anything, with, you know, with drag being so popular, it gets oversaturated. It's sort of sure. like the comedy boom in the 80s. All of a sudden, there was all these comedy clubs. There's thousands of comedians, and then you don't hear about many of them right. after a while. And so I think it is really about being different and being you know, a unique voice. Which is harder to do as, as the each year goes on. Right. Yeah. Um, which is why, for me, it's like I'm doing the stand-up comedy clubs. Uh, I do act. I've done like the Golden Girl shows. Yeah. Um, um, which I do multiple times. I've done multiple times with Jackie Bead and Sherry Vine. I'm mm-hmm. trying to like really um, branch out and do the the lip sync club stuff. I also do song parodies, but then also like the the live stage shows. That's really where my passion is. Yeah. It's like drag camp theater. That's Which really I, my what favorite. I do. But you're being yeah. so smart about it. You know, there's so many girls, especially now that it's been nine seasons that have even started drag because of Drag Race and mm-hmm. it's simply to get on the show. Mm-hmm. So right. they might not be that concerned with all the details and they could make it on because they do need to cast people who will go home in the earlier part. That's just the way it for works. Me, yeah. the, I don't just want to be the fierce bitch in the club. Yeah. Like that's, I think sometimes that's what it is for a lot of people. Like They get on the show and then they get to go around the world and travel and sure. people, everyone loves them. But like I, I want to do that but I also want to be a business person and I want to tap my foot into every... And it is inevitable, even though there's no end in sight, that this will die down, the show will end at some point, and that's why I want to be the last winner. Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying. Oh, I love that. Give you me just right, keep asking you. Right, right at the end. end. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> quick question before we wrap up. Yeah, babe. Um, Mr. Henry, eighty-four. Love you, Mr. Henry. Very faithful. Um, actually, poses a very interesting question. Are we fans of Project Runway? I've or never, do we, never, never watched it. You ever watched it? Okay. Well, I'll explain. He says, "Do you think that Michelle, as in Michelle Visage, <laughs> should get a?" Michelle Visage save like Tim Gunn has on Project One Way. And what he means by that is um, if someone is eliminated, Tim Gunn can have a Tim Gunn save and save that person from elimination so that person doesn't I personally say no because I'm very like type A. When someone comes back, mm-hmm. then I'm like, it's throwing off the order. Like, who really went home? I don't very like it. Confusing. I don't like it. I like it to be this is how it's done. Nope. It, it just wouldn't excite me that much. I love it. Yeah, I was going to say, I bet, but you just. I love a twist. I love. Well, when, I love a twist. I love when, when, when they bring someone back. I love when in Project Runway, when Tim Gunn's like, I think the judges have it wrong. Yeah. You should stay. Only because he sees more than what they see. So it's kind of like you have someone on your side that's like, 
I kind of know what happened in the workroom and they don't, and I know that you put more effort and you don't Which deserve is, to go home. Well, the way that's that, good there. The way they present Drag Race is that the judges don't n- know anything that's going on other yeah. than what they see. You know, they sure do, and I'm like. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, are we, I mean, maybe people believe. I mean, Michelle Visage has said it so many times. I'm so close to being like, okay, but like, even if you don't see with your eyes, it's a show. You are told what's happening. Obviously, I mean, no one's faulting you for that. Like, it's good. Mm-hmm. We're fine. Okay. Wait, are we wrapping up? I have to tell you about my podcast. Too. Oh no, no, yeah, we're gonna we're that. gonna give you okay. a full your your moment. But I have one last question. Okay. Even, now this is hard because you know some of them personally, whatever. But not based on in real life, based on just watching the show as a fan. Who would you pick as your favorite queen from Drag Race? Probably, actually, Alaska. Same. Yeah, I think that she is just so smart. Exactly. That's why I choose her. Um, even when she was on my podcast, The Gasp with Gio and yes, Pancake, most recent episode. Was something oh, no. that something that we asked her was just like, where do you? You know, you can. There's a there's a big difference, just like what I was saying with being a funny person. A big difference difference from being just like a funny drag queen and being like an actual comedian that understands timing Correct. and the calculation of comedy. And there's something about her where she really gets it. You know, really a lot of those it. challenges that they've done, um, the product one that they did, the snatch game stuff. It's it's genius. Some mm-hmm. of the comedic. Right, uh, uh, stuff that she comes up with. Absolutely, and that's my pick too. So, but also like fierce at the same time. Like she's she's right. the full package to me. Same, like you even more now. What about you? Me? Yeah. I I've worked with a lot of them yeah, before, so, you have to so give, I give I like that. yeah. I, well, I like different ones for different reasons. But as you guys were talking, the one person that stand that stood out to me was Tammy Brown. I love Tammy Brown. She's I, different. She's very, which she's I like. different. Th- th- this is what I like what about. What a choice! I love it. This is what I like about Tammy is that she owns who she is as a performer, she, um, and she can care less what you think about her. You can call her kooky, crazy, or whatever, but she is going to give you what she wants to give mm-hmm. you and what she feels in her heart and. She will perform before the beat starts and eight counts after the beat ends, and that's what I've always I loved love about that. I do love that, but I, I sometimes when sometimes people like her, I don't understand it at all. And you I, don't, I, and you know sometimes what? Sometimes you appreciate that, but other times you're I'm like, wait, I need to understand just a little sure, bit. Like, kind here's of know what's happening. Here's the thing: the only thing you need to understand is that she's having a good time. That's true, and, that, and she's you have a super good time. sweet. Super I have sweet. met her a few times. My favorite song, and Tammy knows that this. She did Manamana, like yeah, the Muppets. Muppets. Uh-huh. I can watch that performance oh, I love that. over and over and over again. And she is just, her moves, she will just, and she's feeling it. Yes. Like, and her little kooky moves oh, and her yes. little. <laughs> oh my God, now I need to like, go watch Tammy videos like on she, it. Like, she is just everything to me. I she's love everything that, to me. Yeah. All right. This is your moment. Plug us away. Give it, give it to us. Um, what, so what am I doing? I'm what, just saying a podcast. Okay. Okay. Show, you can it. repeat things. Just because we're this like my exit thing. Yeah. Okay. So um, the Gasp podcast, which you can find on iTunes, wherever podcasts are. It's really the Gasp good, with Geo Andy and Sam Pancake. It's an acronym. See that cute, right? The Gasp. Okay. <laughs> we've got uh, fantastic guests this week. We just had Lauren Graham. Um, we've got okay a bunch of people. I hear music. I think that means I delete. Uh, don't you, Andy, don't the, you play that Emmy music in our ear? I was gonna say this is. You wait. We don't have this on my show. We <laughs> do it in the kitchen. Wait. You wait a second, Anthony. Um, also, you can find me on Instagram. I don't do Twitter. Instagram at the Geo Andy G E O like the discontinued car. So you can get a picture of Roz Dreads for Less. Roz Dreads for Less. Roz's humor hole. Oh, Roz's humor hole is uh, the next one's the third of uh, March. 
You told oh, me the eleventh. Oh my god, damn. Uh, sorry, the, <laughs> the third uh, numbers. As long as the eleventh of one March. of them's right. Okay, god, I need you to you follow the third me. March, I'm so third March, eleventh date of March. <laughs> but if you're following him, you'll get reminders there. So at I mean, what did you say it was at Geo Andy. The Geo Andy. The because he's the the Geo Andy. Thank you for coming. You're delightful. Thank you guys so much for having no me. Oh, you so fun, guys. Thanks for watching. I'm Adam Salandra. You can find me on social at Adam Salandra. And, of course, I'm Tony Moore, and you can find me on all the social medias at Lounger with Tony or my website, loungerwithtony.com. We will see you next week with Ross Matthews, baby. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 